Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome back into the Mark Cox Morning Show. A little hot tea, and um, I think my voice is sounding a little better. What do you think? Yeah. Doesn't quite sound like I'm uh, in the middle of a gravel parking lot, <clears throat> which is what it sounded like when the show started this morning at 5. That uh, The tea made a difference, Carl. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Carl's like, you got to go in there and make some tea. So I found some. And, uh, if and here we, we only had honey, you'd be better. Probably. I, I didn't even look. I don't think there's any in there. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, we're off to a better start. We appreciate the fact that you're with us this morning. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk to Congressman Eric Burleson because, once again, we were on the precipice. Kim, did you realize that? We're on the precipice, according to uh, Chuck Schumer, of the government shutting down at midnight on Friday. And uh, there's a handful of hard right radical Republicans who want to change the speaker's mind on this deal. And Chuck can't have that because he prays at the altar of big government. And he's uh, making all kinds of uh, allegations up there in Washington, D.C. I'm going to find out what Eric Burleson thinks about all that. There are a lot of people a little pissed off at Mike Johnson, to be honest with you, and the fact that he's basically giving us the same deal Kevin McCarthy gave us right before he was bounced out of office. I, I don't know where Eric stands on all this, but we're going to ask him about it this morning, about 735. And a little later, uh, we're, there, we're, we're going to get to the issue of the death penalty. There, there are Republicans in this state, there's a group of them, that have come together and decided they're going to push to ban the death penalty in Missouri. And I could not be more opposed to that idea uh, but we will let uh, State Representative Jim Murphy join us a little later, about 8.20, and talk about um, that issue. He, he's one of the Republicans that thinks it should be banned. So we'll find out what his motivation is for that. I, I for one, think particularly, I mean, in general, I support the death penalty. But particularly if a law enforcement officer is involved, it should be automatic. It should be assumed if you kill a police officer or a first responder you will face the death penalty. Mm -hmm. Now, you may not be convicted of it or you may not be sentenced to death, but it will be in play uh, for, for that crime. And I, I don't understand why we would take that off the table, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kick it around with Jim and see what, uh, what his reasons are for that. Right now, though, let's get to the shortlist, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. The people we elect to run the government needs to be the ones who actually run the government, not the shadow government in the deep state that runs the show today. Would that be Vivek Ramaswamy, Carl? It would. Be. It would. His voice sounds different. He sounds like maybe he's just been uh, talking too much in Iowa since he's not in the race anymore. He showed up at a Trump rally last night in New Hampshire. Under the Trump administration, we had the greatest economy in the history of the world with record low unemployment rates for African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans. Yep. Uh, President Trump 
reminding people just how good they had it just three short years ago before Joe Biden wrecked everything. He, he wouldn't be talking about this if he didn't acknowledge that the economy is doing pretty damn well, and particularly for people who, in fact, need the most help. You think that's true? Like, if you need the most help and you go to the grocery store and it's 50 or $60 more expensive than it used to be, is that are they getting the most help? I don't think so. Nikki Haley is not a conservative. That's not a slam on her. It's just a fact. Nikki. <laughs> Tucker Carlson uh, going sideways on uh, Nikki Haley uh, yesterday, and it was something that um, that you need to hear. Uh, uh, Tucker pointed out some things about about uh, Nikki that, I mean, quite frankly, these are things that I was aware of, and things we've talked not all of them, but things we've talked about on the show, for example, for her her position on abortion, her position on. Uh, the George Floyd protests, her position on a lot of these issues, her position on Donald Trump after January 6th are all reasons I've been in the Never Nikki camp in this primary. Now, people say, well, how can you? Isn't that like being a Never Trumper? I, no, it's not, because Never Trumpers would never vote for Trump. If if Nikki Haley, if, if lightning struck Donald Trump tomorrow and for some odd reason, as much as I would hate it, Nikki Haley became the the party's uh, candidate, I'd vote for it. Well, here's the difference, too, with that argument about, oh, that's like being a never-Trumper. Right. I feel like people are never-Trumpers because they don't like Donald Trump as a person. They don't like his personality, what he says, how he says it, not his policies. I think the, the Haley thing would be because we don't like her policies. Yeah. No, I, you're right. I, you and know? I, so there is a difference. I've, my, my point is I—, I I would hold my nose and vote for her just like I held my nose and voted for Mitten's Romney. Yeah, right? if she was the candidate somehow, the nominee, I right. would support her reluctantly, but I absolutely over Joe Biden. Sometimes hands you down. have to vote for Pierre Delecto. You, you, you have to. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to, but you have to. Um, uh, and or Paul Ryan, for that matter. Um, and or John McCain, for that matter, because I put them all in the same boat. But you, that's that's not the point. The point is you need to understand who who Nikki Haley is. Her money is being she's largely funded now by Democrat donors, hard, hard leftists um, who see her as an alternative to Donald Trump because they know Joe Biden is weak. And they'd rather have Nikki Haley, would you? If 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 a Soros type donor is all in for Nikki Haley, do you want to be? Do you really want to be in that camp? That's the question Tucker Carlson was asking yesterday, and it and it's a good one. Listen, Haley's a committed neoliberal, just like her creepy little friend Chris Sununu, and it's measurable. For example, how many Republican primary voters support the wave of illegal immigration that is currently destroying our country? Not many do, but Nikki Haley does. Illegal aliens are not criminals, she once explained to her friends at the Aspen Institute. We can't disrespect them. How dare you disrespect them? We should give them amnesty. Reed Hoffman agrees with that, and that may explain why he sent her so much money. Then there's the issue of BLM. Consider that. Did Republican primary voters support the rioting and looting and killing that enveloped this country after George Floyd died three and a half years ago? They didn't seem to support it, but Nikki Haley did support it. Quote, it's important to understand that the death of George Floyd was personal and painful for many. 
in order to heal, it needs to be personal and painful for everyone. Nikki Haley wrote that on Twitter as the fires were burning. Nikki Haley wanted the rest of us to suffer because some armed robber died of a drug OD after passing a counterfeit bill at a convenience store in Minneapolis. Yeah, t- Tucker's uh, piece goes on for 17 minutes. But I would highly encourage, if you haven't watched it on uh, X or Twitter, that you go on there and look it up. I don't have time to play the whole thing this morning. But he makes some very good points about why you, too, should be never Nikki, particularly in the primary, uh, because and, and as a vice presidential candidate. I mean, Don Jr. said he would do everything in his power to make sure that didn't happen and dissuade his father if that was the track he was going down. I, I don't think it will be. I do think we're going to see what hap- what I believe happened in Iowa play out in, say, New Hampshire, South Carolina, other states where people who are generally a, a Democratic registered voter might actually go as a Republican specifically so that they can support Nikki Haley. Because, again, kind of like what we saw in 2016, I think it's, it's a vote against Trump. Trump. Yeah. Right. They're not voting for Biden. They're voting against Trump. They're voting so, for Nikki. Or, so, sorry, against Trump, not I'm for Nikki. so glad you pointed that out. I, I am because— I, I heard a report yesterday that over 40% of the people voting in the New Hampshire primary are Democrats participating in the Republican primary caucus up there in New yeah, Hampshire. I believe that. Over 40%. So if Nikki Haley is doing well in the in the polling for that, that's why. Because Democrats are switching over and voting for her. Um, just so you know. So... In my mind, New Hampshire results shouldn't even matter because you know who the people are who are voting for. Do you just that should be the only reason you need right uh, right there uh, for sure. All right, uh, coming up, you know, uh, Kim and I have spent a little bit of time asking some questions of uh, St. Louis City government and getting very few replies. We did get a reply, however, to our question about the reparations fund. And there's some new news out there about the Reparations Commission in St. Louis who wants to very quickly dip into your pocket. If you have any association with the city, you work here, you live here, whatever the case, visit. They want a slice of the pie. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It must really suck to be that dumb. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that. You know, every day I think that when I open up the St. Louis Post-Dispatch front page. And uh, this morning they don't disappoint. They've got another article on there about a, um, let's see, how do they, how do they, St. Charles County lawmaker again pushes the legislature to cut personal property taxes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but. Shouldn't you applaud that idea, the, the idea that we might have fewer taxes instead of more taxes? I do. I, I applaud that. And um, I think maybe tomorrow we get Bill Eigel back on here and let him talk about uh, his effort to do that. He's, he's pushing for it. It's not 
I can tell you one thing. It's not just because he's running for governor, because he's been pushing for it for years. And he's starting to get a little bit of traction down in Jeff City. Now, I don't know if there are people down there who are his political opponents and enemies who will do anything they can to undercut that effort. But if we can pay fewer tax, I mean, think about that. If you just just think about that for just a minute, and Bill's words, not mine, you have to pay rent to the government every December 1st for the crime of owning a car. That's what personal property tax is. You bought the car. Hopefully, if you don't have a temporary tag, you paid the taxes on it. And then every year in December, you get a bill because you have to pay taxes on it again and again and again and again and again and again and again. And the municipalities um, are the ones down there in the very front complaining about getting rid of it. And some of them admit they wouldn't mind getting rid of it as long as you can tell them up front how they're going to get paid because they live off of that personal property tax. That's the way the system's set up. So that money would have to come from somewhere else or, more likely, your your property taxes on your house would go up, yeah. I would guess. But I think that there happen. could be more support with this version of the bill because those local governments could be reimbursed by the state. Because that's going to be their biggest gripe with all of this. Of, well, how do you expect us to fund our schools and our libraries <clears> and <throat> I think even the fire departments? I mean, all these different entities that get money from this personal property tax that we pay. Yeah, they've all uh, gotten their fingers into that money mm-hmm. over the years, and now they don't want to see it go away. I get that. Speaking of um, money, the St. Louis Reparations Commission has asked for an extension so they can do a little more study and talk to a few more people about exactly how much money they plan to extract from the taxpayers in the city of St. Louis for years and years of inequality. But in the meantime, guess what they need? More money from us. They need more money to keep the effort going. Uh, you, you just about couldn't make this up. They're going to extend it until September so they can come up and talk to more people. But they have pointed out that because um, it was going to end uh, this spring that they're going to need more financial support. So that they can spend more money to find out exactly how much of your money they're going to take. And remind us, Kim, uh, through our Freedom of Information request, right now it's it's all on you. Like you you have the option of, of contributing voluntarily to the reparations fund. Yeah, I think in wasn't it over a two-year span when they started collecting this reparations fund? It's been, what, $1,200 they've Eight, raised? 18 months, 18, I think. 18 months, okay. <laughs> $1,200 is what people have voluntarily given to and be- this fund. And because you're not willing to give it voluntarily, guess what? We take it anyway. They're going to take it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of them spending a few more months fine-tuning exactly how they're going to take it. Uh, for something from you, for something you had played no role in, but that they're convinced you have somehow enriched yourself. Better not be the earnings tax because we pay for that with us working in the city, and I don't support that. Hey, all that money goes into the big government pot. You don't get to determine how that's spent, Kim St. Ange. Mm -hmm. Only Mayor Jones and the older people get to determine how, how the tax dollars are spent. And by golly, if they want to give it away to people who think they've been wronged, that's what they'll do. So stand by for news sometime 
in the fall. Imagine that right around election time. We're going to hear the results of that. Coming up, we'll get you a check on business. The markets were down yesterday. Then we'll get to another news with Ethan about 645. So it's really funny that I'm I was actually at the gym yesterday, Kim, when you when you texted me that picture of a Channel 4 reporter on the Tam Avenue overpass. Yeah. Uh, it, still doing the live shots doing, on the Tamman Avenue Still bridge doing the live shots out years. there, freezing his rear end off, talking about the traffic problems we were having yesterday. Because I had just seen that and thought to myself, God, I, d- I do not miss those days at all. That's they exactly st- what I said in my text to you, right? <laughs> yeah, and they still use that same vantage point there because it's a, you know, a, a not very often used overpass because it's right there by the zoo. And uh, it's sort of a side street. Tam is. Um, anyway, I thought that was... That was just funny that I was watching the TV and had just seen that guy up there when you texted me that picture because we commiserate over that. Which together. is funny because I really don't watch. Like, if I'm home, I'm not really watching local news very often anymore ever since right. I left the business. And it, it just I had to laugh because you specifically talk about the Tam Avenue overpass. And then to see that reporter out there, like you said, freezing his buns off. I should have a memorial plaque out there. I spent so much time on that thing. With your face on it, Mark? I know. Thank you. Little little statue of me with my Russian babushka hat on that I I could used to wear. <laughs> hey, let's get to Nicole, please. Nicole Murray, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. I'm freezing. How are you? Yeah, we're we're freezing too. So I I know you have you you got your degree from Rutgers in television. Did you work in television news? So technically, it was journalism and media studies. Okay, so it's right. been a an array of things. I but, see. All right. You yeah. never found yourself reporting on how bad the traffic is from the side of a busy highway? No, luckily I have not. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> Every time. It's like sending people out in a hurricane and making them hold on to a pole so they don't blow away. We're telling uh, you not to go outside because we're going to do that for you. The joys of gaining experience, <laughs> yes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, who needs that kind of experience, right? Nobody. You, nobody. What's going on out there? <laughs> Okay, so futures are slightly lower. Tuesday, the Dow Industrials were down to 31, the NASDAQ down 28, and the S&P 500 down 17. Boeing has appointed retired Admiral Kirkland Donald to serve as a special advisor as it rebounds from the Alaska Airlines blowout accident. Donald will oversee and offer recommendations for Boeing's quality management system and provide a report to CEO Dave Calhoun, as well as the Aerospace Safety Committee. The Federal Aviation Administration has grounded all Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircrafts until safety inspections are complete. Oil prices have fallen by more than $1 so far today as economic growth in China slightly missed expectations. Brent crude futures fell 1.6% to 77.03 per barrel. U.S. Texas intermediate crude fell 1.9% to 71.05 per barrel. The Pentagon has announced a $2 billion that will be used for contracts to build satellites for an expanding military system. The Space Development Agency awarded $919 million to L3 Harris, $890 million to Lockheed Martin, and $740 million to Sierra Space. The SDA is having the trio of companies build defense-related satellites that will be part of the proliferated warfighter space architecture. Each corporation will build 18 satellites, 16 for missile warnings and tracking and two with missile defense infrared sensors. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has unveiled a rule proposal to cut expensive overdraft fees at banks to protect consumers. Under the new rule, banks
banks could still offer overdraft loans to consumers, but financial institutions would have to be compliant with federal consumer protections for lending. This includes disclosing interest rates and fees for overdraft transactions, identical to the requirements for credit cards. Future overdraft fees charged by banks would also not be allowed to exceed the bank's losses. Amazon is testing an artificial intelligence tool that lets shoppers ask questions about specific products. The new feature would then offer an answer in seconds, along with information on product reviews related to the consumer's request. Shoppers will be able to avoid scrolling through pages and pages of merchandise. However, unlike ChatGPT, the tool won't be able to carry out a full conversation. Corporate debt defaults soared last year and could be a problem again in 2024. 153 companies total failed to make required payments on their debt last year, an 80% increase from 85 businesses in 2022. It was the highest default rate outside of the COVID-related spike in 2020 in seven years. Google is laying off hundreds of employees in its advertising sales team. Alphabet, the parent company to Google, announced a slew of layoffs last week for employees in its voice assistant units, hardware teams, and its augmented reality team. Google says its customer solutions unit will be the core team for growth moving forward. A federal judge has blocked JetBlue Airways' nearly $4 billion purchase of budget rival Spirit Airlines after the Justice Department sued to stop the merger. The DOJ argued the deal would drive up fares for price-sensitive consumers by taking the discount carrier off the market. JetBlue and Spirit say in a joint statement that they disagree with the ruling and are evaluating next steps. And Bon Appetit studies show the joy derived from indulging in a plate of pasta can surpass the happiness experienced from your favorite music or sporting event. Eating pasta engages multiple senses. It is visually appealing, smells good, tastes yummy, and is more likely to evoke personal memories. The only situation that I might accept that in would be when I was eating pasta in Italy um, overlooking the ocean, and and, uh, and then I might agree with that. Other and that than was that, overall experience, yeah, not that was really the overall because experience. it was pasta. Yeah, thank you. Do you feel that way? I I feel like I would eat pasta for breakfast. I'm not <laughs> sure what you're talking about. <laughs> I you love pasta. That's my favorite like meal. Yeah. Oh, I would. Yeah. You know what's good is like a spicy pink sauce. You mix a little bit of the white and the red. Huh. Mm. Yeah, you put some shrimp in there. It's Ooh, like, that, sounds, bon that appetit. sounds really nice. Oh, very nice. All right, Nicole, <laughs> thank you. We'll talk to you Friday. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate that. Yeah. No, I, I would disagree with that That whole concept. Would you eat the Buddy the Elf? Would you try that? Oh, sure. I'd try yeah, it. Yeah, with like the and syrup. Apparently he and... really ate it in the movie. I would eat it. It, it, he... it like weirdly looks yeah. good to me. I have a huge sugar <clears throat> you know, sweet tooth, so I... <laughs> I would eat it. Yeah. So uh, he he actually he actually ate that in there. But no, I I don't know. I, I I am team specific, but very much a fan of my Kentucky Wildcats, and I would not put the experience of eating pasta above that in any way, shape, or form. Would you put even anything when they above that, lose, Mark? like they lost to Texas A and M the other day, uh, and then Arkansas turned around and kicked Texas A and M's rear end. So we are everybody's Super Bowl, Lauren. Just so you know that. You would rather Love listen that. to Sammy Hagar on repeat than get a nice bowl of pasta? <laughs> I would. I, I definitely would die, and I'm going to do that uh, what, uh, in um, August, right, Carl? Right at the end of August. So we're yes. Gonna go see Sammy. You're going, right? Not if I can help it. <laughs> I okay. will probably be there, yeah. Uh, quick break. Uh, we're going to get to uh, In Other News with Ethan coming up next hour. Congressman Eric Burleson. want to find out what he thinks about this uh, this budget deal to – keep the government from shutting down on Friday night. I bet he's not happy with it. We'll talk to him about 735. 
happening? Go, you know the, you know the thing. What the hell is going on? In other news. That was Philadelphia Star Center Jason Kelsey, and he has decided to hang up the cleats um, after 13 years. He told his teammates in the locker room after the Eagles uh, season ended to the Buccaneers losing 32-9. to In his 13 years, he has achieved a Super Bowl with the Eagles in 2017, five All-Pro appearances and seven Pro Bowl appearances. But he is going to still be in the public spotlight as he plans on continuing doing his podcast with his brother. It's called The New Heights, and you can find it where you get your podcast. Was that him singing? That was him singing. Does he sing, or was that just something he did for his retirement? They raised a whole bunch of money for charity in Philadelphia. I see. They did a Christmas album, too. I think we played that at one that point, too. Jason Kelsey did a Christmas album? Well, I think the whole Philadelphia the team did. Team did. Oh. Maybe, maybe his up. new sister-in-law-to-be can give him some singing lessons. What well, it was, the, it was the Pogues, so that's I, how it's supposed to sound. I'm sure he'll make plenty of money from his podcast now. I, don't I think, think they already were. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, let's be real. He's going to make even more because as long as his brother is dating Taylor Swift... They're going to have no problem with people wanting to listen. That, that's not going to last. Don't worry. <laughs> I just don't believe it. Too well, big of egos involved there. Probably. Um, if you ever dreamed, uh, dreamt of owning a Tesla, Mark, you'll love this. No, haven't. <laughs> I have a way for you to get one at 40% off as Hertz is planning on selling off its entire inventory. According to the company, the new vehicles will begin selling for more than 35000 That's how much they usually cost. Hertz is planning on selling them for about twenty-one. They're selling all their Model 3 and Model Ys, and they're selling about 20000 of their electric vehicles. The company shared its plan in a regulatory filing last week, citing high repair costs and maintenance costs as the reason that they are getting rid of them. And they were just all over it. That was all their commercials, remember? Yeah. They were talking about them. They had uh, Tom Brady on them, and now they're getting rid of them all. And because now they realize, like most normal adults, that if you drive a car to 60, 70, 80,000 miles, that's normal. Having to pay $5,000 for a new battery is not. Right. That's not normal. Yeah, so now you're going to have the pricey repairs. I mean, who who wants that? But here's the resale issue for me. If you, why would you ever buy a used EV? Because you know you're just inheriting that problem. It's going to have to have a new battery at some point. Mm-hmm. So you just have to plan to buy it and drive it for two years and sell it to some other sucker. Right. Hmm. And don't buy it in the winter because apparently the charging stations uh, can't handle the cold. My, As evidenced in Chicago. Right. My <clears throat> rental car right now is from Hertz, and it is a gas car. Yes. But it yeah. is also one of those that is on the list that gets stolen a lot. So, Well, I'll tell you what, though. If you want to try one and you like torque, that yeah. might be fun for you for a little while. I mean, I do get it. I like Peter it. Torque, but I don't care <laughs> much for EV Torque. past, Mark. <laughs> I know. And then today's actually the anniversary of the Monkees debuting on NBC. See how everything comes around here. Isn't that great? <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> Um, Azimpec, the blockbuster diet drug that took the weight loss world by storm in recent years, has become something of a hot commodity. Now, semiglutide, that's what it's really made of, is about a two-year manufacturer's struggle to keep up for the demand. So they are behind for two years. So if you want something off-label and you want to know how to lose weight, what do you do? You Put go the to fork t- down. No, you go to oh. TikTok. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. If I had the bell, I would ring it right now. 
Put the fork down, people. There you go, Sue. That's a lot Thank cheaper. You. Appreciate that. It would be kill. a lot cheaper. I I know, I know, I know. I, I, go ahead. No, please. you go to TikTok and you get your medical advice from influencers who oh, have began gosh. suggesting the use of laxatives to young oh, people to shed pounds. I know someone who did that. Mm. And did it work for them? I'm not going to comment. Sue, I just know someone who Sue, did that. Sue, do you remember Ally? Oh, oh. oh. oh That's dear. one of the funniest stories I've ever yes, seen in my life. it's not good. You had to wear dark pants because you would very likely soil whatever you were wearing. Can you just eat less? Can you do it? That's offensive to ask somebody to do that, Sue. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. You're fat shaming. Oh, oh my goodness. Doctors are saying misuse of laxatives has multiple health implications, including severe dehydration, colon yes. and kidney uh. damage, colon infection, irritable bowel syndrome, liver damage, and lack of ample Don't get your Do health advice it. from TikTok. Thank Good you. grief. Thank you. Or Instagram. Or, or Twitter. Anywhere that's online anything. that's not <laughs> a doctor. Um, Costco is reportedly testing out a new policy at one of its stores in Washington. Um, they are doing this to cut down on people sharing their memberships. So if this works out, it may be coming to a Costco near you. According to reports, the store has added two kiosks to the main entrance where customers are required to scan their membership card while an employee verifies their ID. So if you've been sharing, you might be so that you privilege. scan it and your face pops up. And if if that doesn't match the person standing there, they don't get in. Pretty much, they've that's got a guy smart. that's looking at it. And if you don't match, what if you have you a don't family plan? Um, I, your you wife and stuff would spouse. still, yeah, but they would still get a card. Well, maybe they? it's a family photo and they're looking at all six yeah, of they, you. Yeah, they would still get a card. My husband and I have a card. It's yeah. a Christmas yeah, my wife card. <laughs> it could be. You're all on the you Just beach. give them your Christmas card. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, Ethan, thank you. Appreciate that. Coming yes, up, sir. we'll talk to Congressman Eric Burleson about the budget cliff we're facing. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 